You are listening to From Camp Lee to the Great War, the letters of Lester Scott and Charles Riggle. World War I soldiers from Wheeling, West Virginia. Scott and Riggle were drafted in 1917 and trained at Camp Lee, Virginia. Lester Scott served as a wagoner, mule team driver, in the 314th Field Artillery Supply Company, Battery A, 80th Blue Ridge Division in France. Dutch Riggle was a private first class with the same unit. These are their letters home. Camp Lee, Virginia, February 1st, 1918. Dear Sister, Received your letter yesterday and was glad to hear from you. I'm feeling fine. My mumps are all gone now. I received a letter from Cleo, too. She says she isn't going back over to number two anymore. She also says, hers and my picture hangs on the wall no more. I wonder if anybody cares. She told me you're going to church, too. She says you did something to her before she left. Wouldn't tell what it was. She says if wouldn't get mad, she wouldn't do it anymore. Maybe I'm not going to tell her a few. I knew you and her would have trouble. You don't need to think I care in the least. Tell me all about it when you write. I don't blame Charles M. Annie. I would have done the same if I could. I got a letter from Ed Fisher yesterday, too. Don't say anything to Charles about what I said. I would like for you to see the letter she wrote. I have to laugh when I read it. She says she is out all around now. I will bring the letter up when I come home on my pass. She says she hopes to hear for better or worse from me. I imagine it'll be worse. I am glad to know you're going to have the war to close so soon. I see by the morning's paper that the president says this year will end it. You don't need to be uneasy about us going over a month or so. But I really think we are going over. I've been telling you, we wasn't, but I suppose you know as much about the situation as I do. You may not have as much time to read as I do, but that hasn't anything to do with it. I have been saying all the time that this summer will end it for the working class over there, and the socialists are raising the devil now. Anyone would know they are nearly starving to death. It'll be four years next August since the war broke out. That is as long as any ever lasted, yet I think he was speaking of Garden. I can remember him saying up at number two schoolhouse before I left that this was only the beginning of this great war. Our chaplain was in to see me the other day. He reminds me of Garden some. I didn't know what he could want when he came. Thought maybe he was going to give me an honorable discharge. There are two more of our company in the hospital now. Charles Lewis and Adam Magner of Tradelphia. And there are eight in quarters not able to work. The people up at Dallas must know more about us going over than we do. When we do go, we won't have time to let anyone know if we land safe. There will be a cablegram sent back to let you know it. You wanted to know, they have a good straw tick on them and two wool blankets and one heavy comforter no sheet. I will show you the style we make them when I come back. I have two pillows, too. I suppose Dutch is home now. I got another sweater coat and helmet from the Red Cross yesterday. 
Tell Jim I will bring him one when I come out. I guess I have some pulse warmers too I will bring, and a helmet. It is fine. I will go to dinner now. We'll write after dinner. Well, I've had my dinner now. Had baked beans, rice, meat, and coffee. I sure eat some, too. I'm not near so fat as I was, and I don't want to be either. I'm about the same size I was when I left. We have inspection every day here. I don't expect you know what I mean. We have to have our bunks just so. Shaved, floor clean, mess kit shined, and such stuff as that. I forgot to tell you what the weather is like here. There is about three inches of snow on, and warm, and cloudy, and ice froze all over the trees. I forgot to tell you that Oliver Moss has one side of his face paralyzed, can't shut his eye. Ed Fisher told me. Ed is on jury now, has to walk to the grove. The roads are drifted, so he said. He saw Tom Conrad sporting his little wife up the street when he was home. Must have been Dave. Tom hasn't been home yet. Well, I will close this time. We'll write more soon. You can look for me home as soon as I get out of here. Answer soon. Watch Cleo don't pull your hair. From Camp Lee to the Great War, The Letters of Lester Scott and Charles Riggle is brought to you by archivingwheeling.org in partnership with the Ohio County Public Library and the Walls Foundation. Jeremy Richter is the voice of Lester Scott. The letters of Lester Scott and Charles Riggle were transcribed by John Eric Jalot. This podcast was edited and written by Sean Duffy, audio edited by Aaron Rothenbuehler, with music courtesy the Library of Congress. Many thanks to Marjorie Ritchie for sharing family letters and the stories of her uncles, World War I soldiers from West Virginia. Thank you for listening to From Camp Lee to the Great War, The Letters of Lester Scott and Charles Riggle.